Let's take a sidestep from the intraday action and talk about investing themes. Matt Perone is joining us, Director of Research at Janice Henderson Investors. Matt, let's talk some dividends here because there is a clear outperformance of some of the value-oriented parts of the market the last couple weeks, especially showing up as equities come under pressure. What about the dividend side, that kind of old-school way of thinking about collecting income from stocks? Is it going to come back? Yeah, I think uh, dividends were down last year, but not out. I think they uh, had a tough year. Very, They were under pressure last year, as you might expect, a uh, very challenging year. We saw dividends uh, globally under pressure uh, outside of North America, outside of the U.S. in particular. Uh, the U.S. hung in there, actually, uh, because uh, U.S. companies in general were able to cut buybacks first and maintain their dividends. So you saw actually flat to slightly up dividends in 2020 for the U.S., which was actually mm. quite a good story. So this trend now for a couple of years, I mean, look, I guess, do we just attribute most of this to the COVID situation, that that big dip? I, I guess, uh, you know, that's about it. To your point, we're kind of bouncing back here a little bit. Do we assume that would have kept going higher if it weren't for this crisis? I think that's fair to say. So what you see on the screen is a global picture, so which is very different from what's in the U.S. In the U.S., it was really more of a continuation. And I think uh, we were set to see dividends increase modestly at the global uh, at the global level. But uh, unfortunately, it was really COVID driven. Uh, you know, the, the dividend cuts were fairly significant due to the pandemic. OK, so everybody's got to shore up the, the balance sheet. They want to make sure they don't overdo it. Now, in terms of sectors, um, you guys have a really good breakdown, this visual, if we pull it up, but looking at where the dividends got cut, where they got paid out. One of the things that uh, definitely stands out to me is that tech does not really have much of a role on the cut side, um, but uh, everything else basically was kind of a mixed bag where you, they some still paid out, some cut. It seems like tech was the standout here that didn't have to do any of that. I guess that shouldn't be a surprise. No, it shouldn't be a surprise given what we saw last year in terms of tech having a leadership position in terms of their growth. They were the COVID, you know, uh, durable COVID business model, so to speak. And so uh, their dividends were intact. And also, to be fair, tech outside of the big caps don't pay as much dividends. So there wasn't as much to cut, so to speak. Um, but certainly uh, the large cap tech just, you know, like a locomotive kept powering through it, COVID or not. So what does this mean in terms of what to expect going forward? Let's say we get this rebound in the economy. Does it mean that we shouldn't expect big expansions of dividends from tech companies because they've held on to theirs at this point? Does it mean that uh, we should expect the overall market to be upping their dividends? Or was this kind of an opportunity for them to uh, maybe uh, clean house a little bit where if they were stretched on that dividend, they don't have to get it all the way back? Well, I think at the market level, we're seeing, especially, um, well, in, in terms of the entire market, we're seeing buybacks come back first. Okay. And so that's a precursor to restoring dividends outside. But to your question on tech, tech, like I mentioned, is just that train that keeps rolling. Uh, and so I imagine that it's business as usual for them. If they were on a dividend increase path, which most were, then they will continue to do that. I think where the action is, so to speak, is that the you know other sectors, the ones that were hit the hardest, financials, uh, energy, et cetera, you're seeing them restore their buyback programs first, and then you would expect to see them uh, resume dividend increases. And that's where we're seeing the largest increases uh, would be outside the tech sector, more as they just come back to where they were. Mm. Matt, uh, what about relative to rates? How should we think about this, where the market right now is basically split 
Certain companies want rates to go up, certain ones do not. Where do dividends sit on that? Do you have to reach a certain threshold, a certain uh, level above the 10 year? If, is it about not your level, but whether or not you're increasing those dividends? Yeah, it is a tale of two markets, isn't it, Oliver? I think uh, that's that's a good way to, that you put it there. Uh, some do and some don't, right? Um, and I think in terms of the overall market, um, uh, and then I'll come to dividend payers, really it is, as you say, not just the level, but it's the speed and the pace and where do we think we get to? What's the end state? What's the normalized rate environment that we'll find ourselves in? And I think in general, um, starting with dividend paying stocks, they generally will perform well under even under gradual rate, uh, higher rate uh, scenario. And so I don't think you have anything to worry about until we get, you know, considerably higher from here. Because dividends, um, especially those who are growing their dividends, those those companies will uh, do quite well under you know, most reasonable rate regimes. But it's when if rates move faster, uh, a, a rapid hike in yields could be problematic for the whole market. Um, but in particular, uh, those who are more sensitive to longer duration growth, um, they might be challenged under that scenario. Mm. Okay. All right, uh, Matt, I like the perspective here, uh, like the thoughts on uh, the highlight of where those dividends were able to hold on. Uh, tech, once again, reigning supreme in this category too. Matt, thanks for the details and the research. Appreciate it. Thanks, Oliver. Good to see you again. Thank you. Mr. Perone is the Director of Research at Janice Henderson Investors.